so I can kick it off. Um, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Well, speaking of kicking, welcome to Queers on Dice, the queerest podcast this side of the Milky Way galaxy. Woo! My name is Eris Throttle, and if you find a queerer podcast, uh, let me know. We're we're lonely. It's hard being at the top of homosexuality. This gay pyramid. <laughs> this gay <laughs> this gay MLM that we're starting is not. It's. It, it's not. It's not big enough. Mm-mm. You need more. It's not big enough to be a scheme yet. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Breaking barriers is taxing. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. <laughs> tax you. Did you know? Uh, my name is Aristotle. I am your humble game master here to um, guide us all on this interstellar space jammer, spell jammer, space travel podcast. Nick, you have to Good cut save. that. Don't let anyone know. Don't, Don't let, let anyone know. know that I can't speak. I totally will cut it. Thank you. Oh, he's shaking his head no. Okay. Well. Um, <laughs> uh, and with me, as always, are the uh, space tour guides of your dreams, starting with... Hi. Um <laughs> My name's Sahedla, but you can call me Hammy. And am I asking a question or am I saying a question? You're going to ask a topic to someone else. To somebody else. Okay, beautiful. Oh, and I'm playing Genevieve. That's important. And it is. Yes. People don't be knowing. Yeah. Um, but you should. They should. And, okay. Peak. Mm? Lisa. Yes. <laughs> How does Peak feel about... Stability balls. Oh. What are those? <gasps> okay. So, you know, uh, like Zumba? Yeah. And how it has the half thingy? Oh, yeah. The full one. Oh, the, so like, like the exercise full ball, balls. An exercise ball. Yeah. The one that you bounce on. If you have a really like progressive school, that's what all the chairs are. Um, it's They're they're great. They're uh, bouncy. They're uh, also really uh, handy. Not the best weapon, but um, they can bounce <laughs> off the wall if you know your ricochet tactics really well. Mm. Really sickening. Um, can't knock anyone out, but will definitely confuse the enemy. <laughs> nice. um, yeah, I, I love them. They're great. I love that through the lens of can I kill someone with this? <laughs> <laughs> Defense mechanisms. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> My turn. Hi, I'm Lisa Frankenstein. I'm playing Peak, a tiefling warlock. Um, and my question to you, Flandel, is how do you feel about Windex? Mm. Whoa. Whoa. It's always good to have some on hand. <laughs> I have several bottles in my dormitory on the ship. And uh, I know that um, the ship, like, kind of, like, cleans itself, but I like to touch up now and then just to... Uh... <laughs> does does Flandel ever use Windex on himself? <laughs> <That's my first laughs> thought. I feel like that would burn. Uh, no, no. Uh, he's resistant to acid, actually, so it's... Oh. Uh, That's incredible. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um... Uh, yeah, it's canon. That's how he takes a shower. A little bit. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> spritz of Windex. <laughs> so shiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no streaks. No streaks. <laughs> no streaks. No tears. That's something different. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> Maybe some tears. Johnson Windex. No tears yeah. left to cry. <laughs> um, 
Oh, uh, hi, my name is Nick. I play Flandel, the plasmoid wild magic barbarian. Um, and uh, Jen. Work. I want to know what Jen thinks about pyramid schemes. Mm. Absolutely loves them, <laughs> has created them, <laughs> has been involved with them. Yep. Complete support. If she had a political platform, her stance would be the government should be run like a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The math ain't mathing on that one, but it still stands. I mean, it kind of does, right? Like you pay taxes. <laughs> Period. Mm-hmm. Um, she definitely, though, if anybody asks, she has never been associated with them mm-hmm. uh, legally. It's all been under an alias name. You know? Yeah. In fact, we cannot keep this in. You need to do (laughs) (laughs) You need to to take this all out. Essential information. (laughs) That cosmetics line, not a pyramid scheme. Oh, oh, also uh, has Beam Beam has a pyramid scheme. That's like a animal food. uh, Yeah, totally. That's cute, though. It's very cute. That's how it works. (laughs) Yeah, that's how it it gets away with it. Yeah. (laughs) That's incredible. Too cute. Beam Beam action figures. It's the whole. Yeah. Kit and Caboodle. Beam beam bits. Beam beam. Beam beam bits. Beam beam bits. Wow. Get a little bit of beam beam in your. Oh, but we didn't ask you a question, Eris. Do you want a question? No. I feel left out. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like. Sure. Okay. Someone asked me a question about what I, the game master, (laughs) feels about. You could actually, if there's an NPC, you want to know how they feel about something, we could do that. How does Maximinus feel about wigs? Huh? Mm. I just don't understand why you have to lie about what you <laughs> have growing out of your hair. It's just, I mean, I as a tabaxi have hair all over, so I guess I'm just blessed. But <laughs> wigs are just, it's just deceitful. It's just wow. deceitful. Wow. Ultimate betrayal. What an elitist. <laughs> but my dad wears a toupee, so. <laughs> okay. Is a toupee a wig? Mm. These are the questions. These are wig the questions light. that keep me up at night. Yeah. Light. <laughs> While he's playing with his little dentist thing, he's like, oh, is it a wig? <laughs> yeah. No, he's fully in like existential crisis, questioning everything around him. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Nice to be. You all did that. You're welcome. Oops. Oh, no. (laughs) Last time, the astral seafarers made it to inverted space where they had a unfortunate encounter with a bullet. Um, but due some, to some miraculous rolling on the part of Genova, that critter was blasted to smithereens. Hell yeah. Um, I also completely forgot that it, we almost got attacked by another one until I listened to the podcast. Like, completely left my mind. Oh, yeah. Like, slammed <laughs> through the, the wall. I was like, whoa. Oh, and my missed. God. <laughs> yeah, I rolled a D4 to see who was going to get wrecked. And nobody did. <laughs> yeah. It was really by the skin of our teeth. And so you made it to a, after some puzzle solving, you made it to a little sanctum with inside of inverted space that was... Seemingly dedicated to who you now know is Ali Stara, a goddess of luck of some sort. 
which Flandel was actually able to see as you all were going into inverted space as well. After that, you <laughs> went to check on your new best friend, Thessalonius. Thistle Whistle. Mm. Um, there is and, a real vibe happening between Thistle and Jen. Mm-hmm. You can't make this shit up. Is it you real? If, <laughs> is I felt it. Real? it. I, I mean, I felt it too. I, it was funny because it started out where you all were like, what if we just steal this and run? And I was like, well, you, you, you all like don't have a good reason for doing it. It was that. worth the ask. Yeah, yeah. You know, we had to explore all options. It's my first. criminal background. I'm sorry. That's right. Right. I, it was just like, but but why <laughs> to what end? Because to what end? <laughs> to what end? Um, have you seen that like Maya Rudolph icon? Yeah, yes. truly legend. So uh, after learning a little bit of lore from uh, Thistle Whistle, Peak dropped her act and revealed herself to be the tiefling of his nightmares. Um, but we were through all, all this, yeah, we were friends <laughs> the whole time. So through all of that. Um, Cuteness reigned, and you're now Thistle's little scampy friends, like the pasta. And (laughs) after that, um, you all reconnected with the existential crisis, uh, Maximinus, um, who's still playing with that dentist's lobby things on a wire toy. Captured schlog. Uh, And then after that, you have been doing side tours um, and so the second side tour that you have gone on is to a kind of smaller wild space that had a tiny planet in it that ha- with clouds of dust swirling around the base of it. And it was there you met Bobby, um, Bobby the Oracle. And th- through some level of negotiation and questioning, you realize that she is weirdly powerful but also a world removed. And through bargaining, you were able to gain some powerful boons. The cost, I think, was uh, a bit higher maybe than our dear peak anticipated, but was still given in order to gain massive power. And so let's jump back into it. Oh, do I have Bobby's voice? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I got Bobby's voice. Bobby's voice is always in me. I'm a Bobby. A little bit. Everyone's a little Bobby. Oh, wow. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Dear sweet peak. You ask what you get. Well, you don't always get what you want. Okay. (laughs) But in this case, you got it. (laughs) Here you go. And so... Bobby, um, from uh, one of the many um, kind of sleeves under her like burlap dress, pulls out a um, a book and hands it to you. This is close-up magic for dummies. Uh, I'm not saying you're a dummy. I'm just saying that it's like, and it's so easy, a dummy could do it. Right. And I have 20. And she pulls up a scarecrow and then like makes it go away. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> see, I can do that because I read this book. Close-up magic. Incredible, thank you. Have you ever wanted to show off to your friends? Have you tried doing magic tricks, but your dumb fingers fumble the surprise? Become the most popular person in your group of three friends with close-up magic. Hide the coin, steal the nose, and always find a way to play a cute, harmless trick. Disclaimer, this book is imbued with actual magic. Do not abuse. So if you spend a long rest studying the book and practice its guidelines, your dexterity score increases by two. 
as does your maximum to that score, you also gain expertise in sleight of hand. So she kind of like produces the book and then suddenly, uncharacteristically, Bobby gets a bit serious and kind of like looks at you and is like, and then a thing for an anchor receives another anchor. And so I, you are now a little unmoored and you have taken one step closer to your patron. And so she hands you the anchor of Hadar, which is a um, wondrous item that once attuned to, um, it affixes your place in the cosmos and your relationship to the eldritch god Hadar. A cool hunger gnaws in the back of your mind. Oh my God. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Uh, while that's it's, all you get. That's all you get. <laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> I'm taking the book back and you just get this. <laughs> uh, while attuned, your stats cannot, cha- cannot be decreased and you have advantage on intelligence and charisma saving throws. And on top of that, you are able to cast detect emotions at will. So it's... So what does that mean? Detect emotions is a spell that you can detect the surface level emotions of how people feel around you. So if someone's like trying to act like they're not scared, I can detect if they're actually scared? Surface level. If they're good at hiding it, then just like detect thoughts, you can choose to go deeper. And that person has to make a charisma saving throw. Mm. Um, And if they do, you can actually see the shape of their soul. Whoa. Holy sh. Nike. Wait, Do you want me to read your aura? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what, is it, what does it look like? Does it look like an actual anchor? <laughs> the anchor of Adara as an amulet is a kind of, I don't even know how to describe it. It's a, it's a circle, but it's kind of raised towards the center. Mm-hmm. And it has like bright blue and green rays coming in towards the center from it. And so it's in just like a slight little like mound. And it, it, it is silver in and of itself. Beautiful. Come on, description. Blue-green. Once you get familiar with this, you'll never have felt closer to your buddy up in the sky. Cool. It's like Santa Claus. Uh, is that a good thing, though? Um, <laughs> yeah, do we want that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I would have to do that over, like, a long rest? I'm yeah, like, I mean, like, once you get back to the ship and stuff, yeah. Okay. So I take the things and I go, oh, cool. Thank you. Um, you, I look, I look at Flandel and Jen, um, your, your turn. A pardon? Ah, yes. There's always a bargain to be struck. Oh, I do, I, Flandel, I think it's your time to shine. Well, I mean, here, here, I think, uh, in the effort of sacrifice, I think a lot was, was gained. I don't know. We don't all have to do that. I mean, we could, I mean, I'd like it if we did, but... <laughs> We could just do a fortune or information, and I'll trade that for some crisps, of course. Uh, oh, wait, I take it back. I would like my fortune red. Ooh. Lovely. Beautiful. I am Bobby the Oracle, after all. It's what my specialty is. That and cats. And then, I, like, five cats, like, dart out from under her. Well. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I only see specialists, so this is perfect. Wonderful. Uh, what would you like the area of your fortune to be? And would you like to give me one crisp, five crisps, or ten crisps? I would like to give you uh, the minimal amount of crisps as possible for what you are going to give me. Does that make sense? 
tit for tat, make it even, scale it out, weigh it out. Yeah, well, I will give I, I will give you one Chris's worth of information, or I could give you ten Chris's worth of information. Team, are we okay if I spend ten Chris? I feel like this. I, I'm vibing. Yeah, 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 that yeah, that sounds good. Okay, ten Chris then. Ah, a big spender. I love it. You know how I do. Yes. Uh, I'll give you one more choice. I can tell you your fortune about either the past, the present, or the future. Let's do the future. I'm feeling very manifestation station. Mm -mm. Manifestation station. It works. That was a sentence. Yep. Thank you, Flandel. Your support means a lot. She's lost a lot of blood today. Ah, <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Yeah, does anyone I have a, a feeling? Oh, took a long rest. Uh, yeah, 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 we're fine. Oh, I love a cookie. Oh, she gives you a cookie. <laughs> oh, here you go. I love you. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I didn't think Jen would be about the future, but that does Our make future. sense. Future. In my head, it was going to be like either present or past. Mm. But I need nothing revealed to these hoes. You I, know what I'm saying? Mm, true, true, true. Well, let me let me consult uh oh the future. Oh, the future. Oh, I can't use the tarot cards for the future. Okay, well let me and she starts like uh, rummaging underneath like her dress and stuff like that and like throwing random things out and just like, okay, okay, oh perfect. And pulls out a crystal ball. <laughs> um, she sets the crystal ball down and as she sets it down and then raises her hand the crystal ball expands with it and so it gets larger and larger from like the pace on the ground until the crystal ball is actually um, as large as you all Ooh! Um, wow and she just goes well what are you waiting for step in up into the into the crystal. She taps it, and where she taps it ripples like water. Uh. Oh, this is high production value. <laughs> now, this is a fortune teller I can get behind. I'm going to need to get your contact information. Come, come, team. Do you want to see my, my future? Sure. Yeah, let's, let's go. And I, like, hop skip into the little, little crystal, the big one. Big crystal ball. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, Jen of Awe, I have a question for you. Oh, God. What is something from your home that you miss? This got deep. Sorry. (laughs) I had a lot. (laughs) I think I had, like, uh, mom's old, like, dragon magazines. Mm Mm-hmm. They were like fashion magazines, but they looked like people, you know, like a mix between people and Vogue. And they were just like always in the cutest and the brightest and the best outfits. And I just really dig that. And I thought that was cool. So that. Yeah. That in some ways orients the scene that unfolds in front of you. And so as you three walk through this crystal ball pathway, the ripple kind of moves and consumes you all. It's pure darkness, but then you have this feeling of travel, like actual speedy travel through. It's moving rapidly and you see stars going and then you see some sea and it's like pink, gold, blue, pink. And then suddenly you've landed into a space system and it's a system that you recognize. 
looking back, you're actually uh, back in Hearthspace. Um, we get back to Hearthspace. <laughs> I, uh, I think this is a little bit of an illusion, dear. Okay. <laughs> are, are we home? Is it an illusion? Is it? I'm so confused. <laughs> so, Jen, you actually recognize the planet that you actually are zooming in on, which is Falkior. It's your home planet. One thing that you kind of see is kind of a ghostly mist or shimmer to everything. So it's almost as if you are present in a a play of shadows or a play of mist, a play of whispers, so to speak. And you see that there is something terribly wrong. And as a kind of like magazine of a dragon magazine flutters in front of you, you start to kind of like leaf through it and read it. What's a fun headline that you would think you would see in that? Nails or tails, which to color? Mm, just an important fashion question. Um, <laughs> and as you hone in on it, from the center of it, uh, a, a, a crystal spike starts to form. Oh. And the entire magazine starts to like get a crystal like crystallization kind of like all over it. And it starts to kind of like rapidly consume it. And as your hands are holding it, the crystallization continues onto oh. your hands and you yeah. feel that you're fingers are seizing up and then you see the world in front of you of Valkyar is starting to crystallize as well. <gasps> and this fortune that you're receiving, it starts to mist and it starts to undulate and then you see that your your fingers are free and you're starting to see that the other planets are experiencing a similar catastrophe. It's an epidemic. Yeah. And so everyone's watching it. So anyone that wants can give a history check. Flandel can actually do it with advantage. I got a nat 20. Stunning. Stunning. That's an 18. Flandel, you know, because you were part of a ship that studied this, that this is looks a lot like a heightened version of the crystallization plague that destroyed your home planet. But it's it's not the same as... It was. It's it's more it seems like more aggressive. Rapid, more aggressive. It's affecting inanimate things as well, not just living Oh things. shit. Because Calistor was a, in a lot of ways a living planet. And so it just was one of the things that crystallized. Peak with that Nat 20, you have studied calamity and catastrophe. In some ways, there's something about the gem plague of old hearth space that kind of never sat right with you. You recognize that this is not the same plague that got to Callistor, but it's something that's been kind of like changed, which is weird because there was a cure that was discovered, a magic like encoding that could actually undo the crystallization for people. But you recognize that this isn't the same and that cure would not work on this one. Oh. What was yours? 20. Uh, dirty 20? 19 plus one. 19 plus one. Yeah, so same thing as um, as Flandel, where it's like, it, it's just such a core, it was such a formative piece of Hearthspace history. Because that, that fear of external viruses of plagues initiated the shutdown of Hearthspace from the outside world. And it's what allowed for the cult of small business to flourish and kind of remove Hearthspace from the rest of 
the Astral Sea. So it was a formative moment. Ulthun would not exist without it either as the harmonious planet. So Portentous. Yeah. Um, and after that, uh, everything starts to rush, but in reverse. And the crystal ball moves away and you're just standing in place to where you were before. And Bobby goes, Do you have a fun trip? Honestly, Bobby, I thought we were closer than that. Thought you were going to give me something good. Oh, well, uh, here's one. She, she takes like a mini crystal ball and like puts it over your head. And um, <laughs> it's you just like swimming in money. Well, <laughs> like couldn't we have crisps. started with that then in the first place? Bobby, this is beautiful. She takes the crystal ball away. What you're asking for is a shit sandwich. And um, eh, I just give the shit. Noted. Well, uh, here are your 10 friggin' crisps. Thank you Thank so you. much for all of your help. And this has been really great team. I am a little less than amused. Wait, are you an unsatisfied customer? No, no, no. Very satisfied. If you're unsatisfied, I actually have something for you if you'd like just to help it make it feel better. Because 10 crisps, if you're unsatisfied with 10 crisps, then, well, my reputation as Bobby the fortune teller will just go down the straight down the toilet. Okay, what is it? <laughs> she hands you a little vial. of It looks like pink salt. This is called mind salt. You can apply it to a weapon as a poison, and it really just, like, gets into the mind flares and just messes them up. So, work. Yes. Oh, well, that just turned around my mood. That's very helpful, actually. You're welcome. Well, I mean, you just seem so disappointed, and I just, you know, I can't have a unhappy customer. <laughs> well, I, I've had many unhappy customers, actually. Uh -huh. But for some reason, I think you need this, so we'll move on. Well, uh, thank you, Bobby. I appreciate you bringing me out of my low register. You know, when I get very sad, it's just not good for anybody involved. So I really appreciate that. I guess I know. And she like takes out a magnifying glass and it like appears to glow. And you can see like, it's almost like there's a big eyeball inside of it that's pulsing. And she's like, ah, yes, they, this is the ego that can consume it all. And then she like puts it away. Oh. Okay, I wow. think that God. we are done here. Freedom of the century. <laughs> I think that was very, nope, not going to say a thing. Not going to say a thing. I loved every second of this experience and I would like to leave now. Flandel? Would you like information or a fortune or would you like a boon? We can make a trade. A trade? No, I, I don't know. Trade seems kind of... Um... What do you mean? You just get really good stuff. <laughs> Peak, we'll, maybe we'll talk later. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, well, I don't know. This seems kind of selfish, but, and he like unzips his like green, like utility vest and then unbuttons his white button up shirt. Oh, there. Okay. No, no, no. I mean, it's not, I, I mean, no, sorry. <laughs> Take it off. Like that. No, please. I'm at least a hundred times your age. It's just, it feels weird. I'm it's sorry. like deep purple. <laughs> All over. Um, no, it's not. It's nothing like that. And uh, you can see just the sort of like floating weird orb that's in the middle of his his globular body. Uh, can you can you tell me anything about this? Well, uh, I'm always happy to trade information. What do I know about that? Hmm. 
Uh, well, like, depends on what you want to give me. Do you just want to give a crisp? Just like a gentle, gentle touch into the waters? We'll go easy. I won't do the whole, 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 uh, crystal orb vision of, uh, massacre thing. That's, uh, uh admittedly, that was intense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot. I, but high production. Oh I'll give you that. <laughs> well, very immersive. Um, yeah, uh, team, do, can we, can I, can I spend some crisps on this? Sugar, you do whatever you need to do in this cookie place. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, what's the going rate? Ten crisps? <laughs> That's a lot. I love it. Okay, maybe oh. to five? <laughs> I don't know how to bargain. Oh. <laughs> I don't, you don't... You don't go down after you said something and then you accept. So, uh, well, deals hold here. She claps uh, and um, like 10 Chris just appear out of the pocket and like in front of her. And she's like, I said yes to this. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. So she's uh, looking at it and she says, well, here's what I can tell you for that amount of uh, money. And then... Uh, you did overpay a little bit, so I'll also give you a little little something else to top it off. Uh, that is, well, it's a, it's, a, it's a gyroscope. It orients things. It was put into, the, like, the centers of ships in order for them to, to uh, realign and actually orient itself. So it came from a ship? Oh, why, yes, dear. Don't... Wasn't that clear? Didn't you get it from a ship? Didn't you go to the central heart of the ship and pull it out and put it in you? No. No. Hmm. I need to get my eyes checked. And she, like, slaps the side of her head and one of the eyeballs pops out. And she ah. pulls oh. out a fresh one and sticks it in and it goes, Better work. Oh, that's better. Oh, yeah, you know, you didn't. You just found it on a, on a different ship and it wasn't a part of the original ship. Got it. Okay, that's weird. Um, that's beautiful. That's weird. <laughs> that's, that's the weird thing. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Do you want this one? It's, a, it's No, no, please. Now. Okay. No, thank you. <laughs> I love I Lisa's it. <laughs> um, arm. Just, it's a, she, she just like eats it. It's like, well, waste not, want not. Okay. Yeah. It's a good source of water. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, and so, yes, it's part of a ship of a, of a people long gone, but uh, they were what we would say warmongers. Oh, where were they from? Well, you call it hearth space. Oh, okay. It, what what people were they? Hmm, it's an excellent question. But you've run out of time. Oh, wait, ten crisps. Mm-hmm. For ancient secrets. <laughs> And here's a little bit extra for you. And she hands you a slug. Uh, <laughs> a little friend. Uh, he's kind of gooey. He's gooey like you. Um, it is. Uh, <laughs> and she goes, it's an emotional support slug. <gasps> Ooh, you should name it Flan Flan. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but just one little caveat. It has to latch onto you in order to work. And it's got like a little sucker on the bottom of it, like. Oh, oh boy! Is it just a sucker, or is it lined with rows of of teeth? It's just a sucker. Okay. Oh, oh well, that's cute. <laughs> so a little uh, pseudopod extends from Flandel. It latches on. Okay. Uh, you feel 
two things happen simultaneously. The first is you're a little dumber. Oh, so you, oh no. <laughs> oh, oh no, I was barely holding on. You lose <laughs> one intelligence. <gasps> oh, shit. And you gain one in a stat of your choice. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this journey of oohs and ahs. Shoot. Okay. Um, wow. Great. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we're having an experience sandwich. Positive, negative, positive, negative, yeah. positive, negative. That's right. That's well, right. That, that's how Bobby does. I don't know what you mean. My experience was completely positive. Oh, you're so That's great. the right attitude. Yeah, See, I, why can't you be more like Peak? I got this great book and this really cool amulet. And I just gave it to me. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's one more benefit to this, though. And, of course, these are all boons specific for where you're going. Yes. Um, if someone were to try and read your mind, they will instead read the mind of that slug. <gasps> oh. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Plan, Flan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait. Do I have? No, I don't have any mind reading thing. I want to see what the slug is thinking. <laughs> you need to, like, speak with animals. Oh. Uh, uh, that work? You you want to talk to him? No one's talked to him before. Aww. Well, that's freaking rude. The poor thing is probably dying to say something. I look at the little slug and I go, Hello, little flan flan. That is your name now. I am Jen of R. Welcome to talking with someone. How are you today? <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Oh, so cute. It was so lovely to chat with you. I see why nobody does. <laughs> There's a little pop that comes off as he like dis disattaches from Flandel. Uh, you're a little smarter again. Oh. Uh, and he turns. This is like a and he's just from like Algernon thing. If a name is what you wish to give me, then <laughs> name is what I shall have. I am rather ambivalent to the vicissitudes of. Mm, identification or queries about my personhood. Uh, however, I have one true desire right now, which is to suck on the delicious, delicious mental juices of this here friend. But uh, I bid you adieu, dear sweet Jen. It was lovely talking to you, but uh, I must be busy. Adieu uh, <laughs> to you yeah. too. Oh, he's so cute. I love him. <laughs> Honestly, if you heard the voice on that little thing, you would not think cute is the word. That was crazy. He's just making these cute little like sucking noises. like mm. yeah, Yes, you, you, just you gotta... that for sure. <laughs> totally not creeping on your brain space. I love you, Definitely. Flan Flan. I'm oh. kind of like... <laughs> well, you know, the good thing is, Flandel does seem a little dumber, but a little happier. <laughs> That's what counts. There's there's like a secret stat called happiness, and that's the one that that's just like increase plus one. All the other stats like strength, no, charisma, no, happiness plus one. Ah. Ah, I think everything's gonna be fine. Thank you so much, Bobby. This was this was great. Well, well, yes, that's great. Now get out. Okay, bye. With bye. pleasure. <laughs> oh, and don't forget, you can never find me again unless you need me, and I'll find you. Oh, I hate hey. that. <laughs> Ta-ta. Hey, thank you. Hikers. Um, and as you all are leaving, um, you board the ship uh, once more. Does anyone want to give a perception check? Yes. Perception. Perceive. 23. Oh, that's a three. 18. 
the 23 is the only one that gets it. Whoa. Um, My three doesn't? <laughs> oh, yeah. And the three. And the three. <laughs> you had to get really low or really high. <laughs> Your middling 18, I guess, Flandel won't. That's really good. It. Um, so with the 23, everyone turns and no one notices, but you, out of the corner of your eye, you see descending from the tiny planet just a tiny little chicken foot. <laughs> and then it's gone. That's what I got with my 23. <laughs> Abba Yaga. Lovely. Chicken feet. Yep. Um, wonderful. And so you all journey, you all go back into the astral sea. And sure enough, as you go into the sea itself, the space behind you is no longer there. Um, and Bobby has moved on to a new pocket in the multidimensional space. Wow. Yeah. Wild. Sick. And you all have boons. Yeah, so you make it back into the um, the bridge of the Light Azor. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, you brought the Light Azor into tiny planet space, so it it's pretty much as you would not much time passed while you were on there. Do you do you want to pull up your orrery again, Jen? Oh yeah, wonderful. Uh, when you pull the orrery up, can I get perception checks? Oh, mm-hmm. do I get advantage because I have the eye? No. Oh, twelve. Natural one. Oh, oh. or four. Oh. You're blind. I'm blind. Man, that slug is really doing. <laughs> just looking at the slug. I just I got a nine. Nine. Yeah, not very good. You know, if you didn't know any better, it all, it looks a little different. Uh-oh. Almost as if time passes. Oh, no. So. Does anything look crystally? Oh, no. I don't know. You you just, something changed, but you can't quite pick it out. What's, what's different in the ori? But you're still oriented. You know where things are. It's just uh, you don't have a good memory of where things were. As you all are looking and kind of have this like faint feeling like something's changed and the ominous visions of Bobby are also kind of like unsettling with you, you hear a voice behind you. It's like, oh, um, guys, wait a second. Um, and Serica is flagging you down. Oh, my God. Oh, hey. Oh, hi. Going? Wow, Serica. Hey. Oh, well, I mean, someone's got a watch the actually important systems whilst uh, she motions to Maximinus, who, um, in his love of this, uh, Azor has grown a bigger, almost like jungle gym <laughs> size of wires that he can just move these like things to. And if you didn't know any better, he's actually like kind of inventing like uh-huh. his own abacus system for like keeping track of stuff. That's beautiful for him. Yeah. It's really funny. It's gross. Oh, no. (laughs) These represent the tens, and this represents the fours. This represents the seventeens. And you don't think you need a seventeen, but there you do. Um, And so, (laughs) it's a beautiful mind. Uh, I've been thinking about that movie a lot, actually. (laughs) Anyways, Serica comes up and just goes, yeah, there's a message on the conch. Oh. Is it conch or conch? Conch. Conch? conch. The thing that like, kind of like conch. The thing that what's his name gave us? Yeah, I think it's conch. Poopy face. Yeah. From the scrum, scum purger. Yeah. I s- 
started listening to it and then I stopped because I was worried it would just erase if I listened to all of it. So right. I don't really know how this thing works. It's yeah, it's a shell. Let's li- <laughs> let's listen to it. Yeah. Um, I so, make it. Um, can I? I have. What do you call it? I think it's thaumaturgy. Can I make mm-hmm. it loud so that we can all hear loud enough so we can all totally? Hear? Yeah, you can amplify it. Okay. And um, you hear the voice of Torin as and um, kind of a frenzied battle in the background and just gentle, almost maniacal laughter. Yeah, it's it's chaos. We we need you. I just I don't know. I don't know where you are. I don't know how good you are with heart space, but uh, I'm I'm I gotta try and find a way to get out of here. Um, here's here's our last known coordinates. Um, Does he mean the astral sea, not heart space? He said, I don't know how good you are with heart space. Yeah. Oh. Like uh, on finding heart space. Oh. Oh, are they back in heart space? Shoot. <gasps> no. no. Y'all, oh. y'all, <laughs> y'all need listening comprehension. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry, I have a hard time. Yeah. Okay. Are so they in heart space? They are. Something is going wrong. It's yes. It's a little scary. And they're trying to be like, yo, do you know how to get back to heart space? Oh. Like, we need to get the fuck out of here because this is a little scary now and a Got little it. too far. Sorry. Slug. Slug. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And I lost my memory. <laughs> oh, yeah, you both have had like strong carvings out of your like cerebral cortex. We both got lobotomies. Yeah. yeah. But we're so pretty. <laughs> you how much weight you lose. It's really taken off a lot of like head weight. It's like a giant head weight in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. No, yeah, but it's it is an SOS. He is also saying, like, I don't know if you guys have found a way home, but like I we need help. This is Torin? Yeah. He's like I Gandar's changed. Everything's changed. Uh, it's chaos here. I'm gonna die. <gasps> oh, and that's that's the end of the message. Well, we have to go save them. Well, do we? I don't know if we're powerful enough to go against Gandar. I'm worried about Torin. We should. <sighs> we should save Torin. Yeah, we have to. And do we? Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, we do. I mean, come on. We all work for... Wait. You have the memory of it. Again. I do? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we work for... Uh, as soon as you try and recall it, 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 it pops back. <laughs> um, okay. There is, a, there is a like freeze where it's like, wait. Oh, yeah. Pristine Ventures. Pristine Ventures. Yeah. That's right. That's the name. Uh, oh, wow. I feel like a whole person again. We, we need to help our, our coworkers. Here's Our colleagues. Here's here's um I've been sitting here and I've I've been thinking since we went into your memory or your prediction of the future, Jen. Oh my god. It was definitely not my prediction. My prediction was pool of money, but yes, weird shit. Go on. Um mm-hmm. so they're having trouble with that asteroid. They wanted that asteroid. And those crystals that we saw were not the same crystals as as the first one that destroyed your planet. Yeah. Um, they're different. There's no changing it. I think that had something to do with the asteroid. I think that whoever wanted it is trying to destroy a lot of things. And I think Gandar has some, like, maybe he's in on it. Uh, well, I don't know if we know enough, you know? 
Gandar is yeah. part of Pristine Ventures, and Pristine Ventures goes through a rigorous vetting process <laughs> when it determines who it's going to hire. And so— You hired me. Oop. Yeah. You and, said it, not us. <laughs> and I, I stand by that, you know? Uh, you, I mean, there's something weird about that that book and the murdering of people to send them to a, a, a god that lives— I don't, I don't murder people. Uh, that orc was already on his way out. Okay. A mercy killing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, we all have checkered pasts. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine's more of a chevron, but like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Fashion. yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm worried. I, uh, well, if this is all the case, then I feel like we need to have our exit plan ready and intact before we get to those fools. You know what I'm saying? I personally feel like it would be better if we let them flounder just a little bit longer and we do our mind flayer thing. We get the brain. Is this crazy talk? Am I talking uh, cuckoo bananas? Well, here's the thing. I think Torin is the only one who's floundering. I think that what's his name, the guy who was in charge, the other tiefling, I think he's... Gandar. Gandar. I think he's, from the sounds of that recording, it sounded like something was happening and Torin was, like, trying to survive. Okay, we can go off him if that will help. Off him? Well, I don't know. I'm assuming the worst. Well, we'll have to... We'll just have... Okay. We'll have to just... Uh, trade the captain. <laughs> trade the captain. Killed. <laughs> we should. What else? Um, oh God, I don't. Okay, yeah, I'm down for I'm try- trying to make things move. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down for trying to um, rescue Torin and then get out of there. But I, I don't want to. Yeah, let's go save Torin. The asteroid, too. I mean, I, there's something. We gotta get those points. We got to get those points. <laughs> we got to get the points. But also, the asteroid is related to whatever this thing is that's inside of me. And it's a ship. You think it's a ship? It's, yeah. It's got to be, right? Yeah. She was talking about the thing inside you is the center of a ship. And it interacted with it and then jumped us to the astral sea. I just got to know, like, where it came from and what, you know why it was so important to my parents. Yeah. Family history is important. Thank you. And I support you on this journey. Thank you so much, Jen. That means a lot. I do mean a lot to a lot of people, I understand. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're saving poo-poo heads. <laughs> Feels nice. Yep. <laughs> uh, I do so. mean a lot to a lot of people. Thank you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> the the four op of the four options that were in front of you, which was this new one of rescuing Torin, which rescue, not kill Gandar, or maybe maybe we'll see what happens. Yeah, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's that. There is Andul's wild space. There is the Mind Flayer wild space, and then side tours. So, of those four options presented, the team has chosen to rescue Torin following this distress beacon. Some reluctantly, but yes. <laughs> Listen, I also don't want to do it, but I also don't want this on my conscience. If you are uh, going to that, I want to take a second, and I wanted to do this on recording. 
Um, we have had a session, session zero where we talk about lines and fails. So like what are hard lines and what are soft lines? Um, soft lines are snakes and <laughs> gross. Listen, it's real. <laughs> no, it's no, real. it's real. <laughs> you're not, I was, definitely not supposed to laugh at that. I was, <laughs> I was laughing because we established that soft line, and then like the very first <laughs> session, we're like space snakes. They're everywhere. And Eris kept being like, no, 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 and you're like, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Sorry, continue. <laughs> but I mean, that, but that's the point. Is a soft line, and I kept checking in with Hammy, and Hammy was like, hey, "This is funny." And it's like, okay, great. <laughs> um, so uh, one thing I do want to just, just as a content warning: in the world of gratuitous gore, we are entering into a space that will have an element of body horror, and so I want that to be a like open discussion in terms of like what our hard line and soft line is from there. If that's a hard limit where like the idea of body horror is ouchy unsafe, I change it right now and it's completely themed differently. If it is a soft limit and it's like, hey, like let's not get too descriptive, we can do that. And this is not a final decision. This is just a content warning for everyone so that we can enter into this in the safest way possible so that we're not doing this for shock value by any means. It is truly a part of the story. Here's my thing on that. Yeah. Personally, I need to be told what not to say. Not that I'm going to get super descriptive if like something like that happens. I'm not, I personally am not one to be super grotesque with mm -hmm. like when like I kill someone or like something like that happens. I feel like if something, as long as it's not over the top, like as long as it's like I don't know, I'm trying to think of like realistic, like as long as it's like The Shining and not like Saw, like as far as movies. Yeah, I'm not, I, as someone that loves horror, I don't like this, I, I don't like the like gratuitous gore house, gore fest stuff. Same. I, I personally, I agree with that because I don't feel like it um, forwards the story. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, unnecessary like gore description, like I don't need to know where all the parts and bits are. Like I don't need to know any of that yeah. detail, I think is my. Cool. Like, yeah. Um, and this isn't a hard decision right now in the sense that like, yes, I hear you. And then if there's something where things start to go out, um, we, you can just say like, hey, I, you could just say, hey, yellow card or red card or green card. Um, and we'll we'll pull out. Cool. So that's just that. there. It's just a warning. I wanted to discuss safety mechanisms pretty openly, just so that like I one thing I like about this podcast is that we're actually playing this campaign. And mm -hmm. so like it is something that when you're playing, you really have to check in on, especially when you know you're coming into something like that. Yeah. 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 Really loving this decision we've made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for, for bringing that up. Yeah. That's Thanks for creating some space helpful. around it. Yeah, totally. Well, um, it is a little bit of a spoiler, but like it's it's a, it's a good it's thing nice to, to yeah. something need to be spoiled. It's a little scary. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. So the, with the coordinates that were provided, you look at it in relationship to the projected ori around you and the spot is kind of seemingly not close to any other wild space. It's definitely not close to Andul's wild space or the Mind Flayer wild space. It's just somewhere else, but there's like a spot way down and out that you, you've got to go to. That's weird. Why would he bring them to this random space? Yeah, it's like in a, it's like not near any wild spaces. 
there's probably like a couple that are around there in okay. terms of like the mental orientation, but none that have boons, not like none of them glow to you, yeah. uh, peak. So who knows? Maybe they were looking for heart space and heart space somewhere around there. Maybe they were trying to do something else, but which is weird because he knows how to, but he knows how to navigate the astral plane. He does. Gandar does know how to do that. And he's trying to find, figure out a way to get to Hearthspace, but he doesn't have a way of detecting it because he doesn't, oh. that ship doesn't have the... Doesn't... The license. The license, exactly. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And so that's you. what lets you have the coordinates and then also log, like get in there. So who knows what lead he was following in order to try and get there, but something's gone wrong. So you all plug in the coordinates and uh, it looks almost like there's like just a dark spot right there where the coordinates are. And um, Azor kind of leans in, well, as much as a ship can. I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's almost as if the room kind of like breathes in a little bit and he's like, are you guys sure you want to go there? Not particularly, but we've decided to be good people today. So, <laughs> yes, we must go there. Um, today. <laughs> does it take us, would would it be, would I be, like, would the amount of time be a long rest? Yes. Can I read my book? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to go, Azor. All right, let's, uh, I'll, I'll plug it in and then uh, she captain with your, your permission will go. Jen? Oh, sorry. I was clicking take a long rest in D&D Beyond. (laughs) (laughs) It's easy. With one tap. (laughs) You too can reset your skills, abilities. (laughs) Okay, yes. I sit in the spelljammer helm and we go. Wonderful. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I had a pop-up message. I thought I had to read it. (laughs) Um, wonderful. So, um, you all have a long rest with which to occupy. Now, one thing about the Astral Sea again is that like you actually don't need food or drink or sleep, um, whilst in the Astral Sea, but it is a way to still like gather your thoughts, prepare yourself and gain some, some semblance of rest, even though, um, you don't need to sleep per se. During this downtime, Peak, you are reading your book. How is everyone else uh, kind of like occupying and preparing for what was kind of a scary sounding um, distress signal? What's going through uh, what's going through Flandel's mind? So Flandel, even though you don't need food in the Astral Sea, he has made his way to the cafeteria. Uh, he's got a some manicotti <laughs> and he's eating it, uh, stress eating it. And kind of like nudging a, a few bits to Flan Flan as well, um, but he doesn't seem interested in it. And he has a, a book out right now. Uh, it's the a Pristine Ventures manual on emergencies and SOSs and oh. um, is reading like up on uh, like procedures like, oh, identify the coordinates. Okay, check. Uh, uh, approach with caution. Okay. We're going to do that. And then just kind of going through that checklist and being like, okay, cool. I love that. Nice. Uh, Jen, what's, uh, what's going through your mind? Jen is starting to actually take this seriously now um, for the first time. And so she like goes into her, her room with her and has her little like trunk 
situation. She opens it and it's got all of her like old bounty hunter shit. And she's like going through it and starting to, you know, like equip up, changes her outfit, of course, but it's not fully see-through this time. It's got like a copper sheen on it. Mm. Like you, it doesn't totally blend into her skin anymore, like more armor-esque, you know? We're getting serious people. Oh. Um, and then she does a fuck it meditation to really calm her down, self down. Sorry, what was that? Fuck it? A fuck it meditation. Fuck it meditation. Stands in the middle of the room and does big swooping gestures and goes, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. And pushes the energy out the door just to like reset her nervous system. Um, beam Beam is mining, miming you <laughs> and like to the side and goes, Beam Beam. <laughs> beam Beam. <laughs> Obsessed. Beam Beam is also in, um, has been adorned in matching armor outfit. Oh, sick. Because it's serious now. Ugh. I love that. And Pete, because you're maybe a little distracted kind of reading in your book, does, is there any type of thought that's just right under the surface that's trying to claw its way out there? Or like, what do you feel? So you put the coin between your knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> and then you flatten your hand and the coin disappears. Oh my God. I'm so glad you wound up with that book. Brilliant. And then the card is this your card? No. Is this your card? No. Is this your card? No. Ooh. Whoa. Is this your card? There we go. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. So she's, yeah. <laughs> Can you roll me a uh, sleight of hand check with advantage because you with have ex or no, not with advantage. You just have expertise, so just just roll it hard. Okay, sleight of hand roll. Do 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 do. Is that? Oh, it's a six because the nine is right next to it. Oh. Plus eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Work. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I am very slight. Wow. <laughs> so with the fourteen, you're like you you don't quite pull the card trick off perfectly, but it's a lot better than it used to be. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, I was a dummy, and I am no longer. <laughs> <laughs> we love close-up magic. Yeah. Wonderful. So as you all are preparing for this uh, emergency that you're going to, you come up to the coordinates. And where that dark void was in the orrery, like that kind of like shadow area, you actually see a giant white kind of like star looking thing, but it has red light kind of like tinting the outside of it. And you see what kind of look like flaming comets that kind of rotate it in like random directions as well. And this is the wild space that this is a new wild space that you can go inside. Those are the coordinates that Torin provided you. Inside the burning ball of gas. Uh, I don't make the rule. Oh, I do, but I don't know. <laughs> you literally make the rules. <laughs> I don't know. You've gone into a sun before. You did that for inverted space. That's true. Yeah. yeah but that it was, was not as spooky as It wasn't this. spooky like this. Okay. This is a spooky sun. Yeah, why is, why is it such a stereotype? <laughs> it's so creepy. It's almost like the person that made this has no creativity. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> Jen throws on stereotype of a star. Jen throws on her uh, sunglasses, throws her pair on Beam Beam, and goes, "Let's fucking do this shit." Okay. Yeah. Sick. 
plays Work Bitch by Britney Spears. No, okay. <laughs> you better work, bitch. <laughs> Wonderful. And so you go inside. As you go through, I mean, it's just like any other entrance to Wild Space. Should we leave the az- the light azure outside of this and take my ship or the or the other ship? Oh, that's a good fucking idea, actually. Oh. Yeah, we should. Especially if we are trying to grab that asteroid or something. That's right. Should we take the hamster ship? I'm not super like if it if something goes wrong, I'm not like super since it's bigger. Yeah. 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 It's not a bad Let's idea. do it. We have a possible thing to throw at the people. I don't know. Just saying. Yeah. Also, um, I'm beginning to suspect, and please don't let him know that I said this, but I'm beginning to suspect that Maximinus um does not deal with conflict very well. You know that I'm. I'm so sorry. That sounds so mean right now. I'm a mean, bad person. No, no, no. She just puts her hands over her face because she's trying so hard not to laugh really loud. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, I mean, look at you, Jen. You're you're dressed to the nines. You look stylish, but also like you could kill somebody. Like 10 different ways. I do have my shit together. That is very much the tea. Um, honestly, Flandel, that was a fact. And facts cannot hurt mm-hmm. because it is true. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, that slug may have made you what? a little bit dumber, but somehow a little bit smarter. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just think that we should keep- What? <laughs> but I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> I don't get it. So you take the ball and you help put it in the basket. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I So, but I also want to keep him safe, you know? He, the, I don't feel The like, light Azor isn't going to let anything happen to him. That's good. He's safer far away from the action. Yeah. I, I, and Serica, she seems helpless. Well, she's not. No, she's like more equipped than we could think. Uh, the camera shot, it's like you got, you're in the foreground and you both can see Serica in the back and you're facing away from her and she's like polishing knives. <laughs> <laughs> and like flipping them in yeah, the Yeah, flipping yeah. them and like getting them prepared. She's Along like, with oh. the dinnerware, she's like got this yeah. like. <laughs> she like throws it with the perfect accuracy at like a target while she's just like preparing. She's like, ah, perfect. Yeah, she's sickening. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> like, yeah, she's, she's hopeless. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Let's just uh, we'll bring our little hamster friend. We'll take, we'll take, um, I thought of it. This is not related to the conflict at hand, but I remember I was calling the ship the Jello Mold, but I want to change that to the Jelly Roger. Whoa. Oh yeah. my God. Whoa, that's so good. That's, <laughs> that is so creative, and I completely support this change. Thank you. It just needed a little. I was caught off guard, you know. And of course, this feels right. The Jelly Roger. The Jelly Roger. That's really good. Jiggle, jiggle, baby. <laughs> jiggle, jiggle. To the Jelly Mobile. <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't like that. It's just a different name. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> oh, that's that's good too, Jen. <laughs> We could just call it that. Pat Flannel, it's okay. It's okay. Just, just. <laughs> oh no, you're right. It's it's better. <laughs> she 
likes to nickname things. <laughs> it's part of her charm. Uh, it's funny. Um, okay, so you actually are leaving um, the light Azor outside of this star. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. So you all get into the um, ship. That does mean that you're bringing the hamster with you to power it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That was the plan. <laughs> yeah. Come on, hammy. I feel like I. <laughs> ah, you are one. Everything's connected. Change with the realization. It's just very beautiful. I feel like I feel like the hamster would fare better as. If if he becomes a hostage, then Maximinus would. That's what I'm saying. That's true. Yeah. The hamster did survive for a while without food and water. Yeah, and was Chilling. very feisty and almost attacked us. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So, um, Good survival instinct. Hammy gets into. <laughs> can the hamster's name be Butter? <gasps> you can name what the hamster whatever sure. you want. Yeah, we don't know his name. Butter name. <laughs> was that his name? Did we? I didn't name him on purpose. We never asked. I was trying to keep a distance emotionally. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Jen, Jen very specifically was like tired of the hamster from the moment that like, <laughs> right. she talked to it. It attacked me immediately. This is like a classic Star Trek thing too. Like if he doesn't have a name, then we don't feel anything when... Exactly. When yeah. Okay, great. So the nameless hamster. Oh, God. AKA Butter. Oh, God. <laughs> A.K.A. Butter. We're going to cut to the future, and he's going to have the most grotesque, awful death. Oh, no. <laughs> and that's the way Eris is going to get us back for not naming him. <laughs> no, I think it's great. I'll name him for you. Well, <laughs> My name was... No, he's done. Yes. Eustace. Oh. Eustace is a good name. Really Honestly, we've come up with like 10 great names already. Yeah. Um, you all get into the Jelly Roger, ready to go. And you steer through into this star. The light's not oppressive. It's not like that time you went into inverted space where uh, the lights were so bright that you couldn't see anything. But it's warmer. It's definitely warmer. Almost like the temperature of a lukewarm hot tub just kind of like oh. washing over you. Ew. Human <laughs> soup. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's a human? No. <laughs> and as you all um, venture inwards, uh, the scene before you is just strange. It's almost as if there is a um, red light that's been cast across this entire wild space. It's uh, like you're wearing tinted glasses or something like that. And as it's, uh, there's almost like a thrum coming from the central star of the galaxy. And it's just this orb similar to what you actually entered, um, but without all these comets rotating around it. And it just pulses. It doesn't rotate. It, doesn't, it just goes like... Whoa, 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 whoa. Without even a perception check. Well, maybe you would need one. But <laughs> everyone that has a beating heart can recognize... A pattern that feels like this is a um, the the beating heart of this galaxy, this wild space. Whoa, that's intense. Ugh. To orient yourselves as you kind of look around and figure it out, you see that there are things that look like they could be planets, um, but they are on fire. It's almost like a uh, a goopy fire, like lava. Yeah, like lava that has flames off of it almost. Okay. Um, and so three of them. But there is one planet that's just glowing red 
that has well, give me a perception check. Oh god. I'm Nineteen. Not very perceptive. Eleven. I got an uh, eight. So uh anyone below a fifteen, you're kind of just taking in this redness. You with your eagle eyes and like little space binoculars that you take out very smartly, you see uh what looks like uh the scum purgers. And that ship is just kind of like glowing red and orbiting around that planet. Oh. Yeah. I see them. You do? Yeah. Oh, over there. Not that planet. The other one. Oh. They're oh. Just sort of orbiting it. Oh. Do I see the asteroid? Yeah. No, you don't. Oh, no, you don't. Okay. Okay. Maybe it's on the ship. Could be on the ship. I think, it, I, think I remember them putting it on the ship. Oh, that's right. Well, from your memory, they left whilst you were inside of Andul's Wilds. That's right. So I'm lying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just to... I learned sleight of hand and think I'm really good at like everything now. <laughs> Deceiving. <laughs> See, in, a, in a home game, I would just say like, yeah, that's what happened. But there is a literal recording. There's, yeah, it's canon. Yeah, no, we did not see them go away. Okay, that's them. Should Should we approach... What's, do, we, do we still have the conch? Did we bring it with us? Mm-hmm. Should we try and contact Torin? Oh, let's do that. Yes. Okay. Is this a she-captain job? Sure. I think so. Oh, joy. Okay. <laughs> Pick up the conch, shake it, hold it up to my ear, and I go, ring-a-ding-ding, it is Jennifer trying to speak to you, specifically Torin, if available. Ring-a-ding-ding again. This is Jen. I really would like just a little, like, copy, um, just a sound of like, hi, I'm here. Uh, we're on the other side of this. Anything? Okay, I don't know if you heard me the first two times, but just like one last time, I, I, I hope this maybe leaves like a voicemail of sorts. Um... We're trying to get back to Hot Space with you, if you remember, Jennifer. Um, it is fr- maybe a Friday, probably around three o'clock. If you could get back to me ASAP, that would be super great. Jennifer. Oh, Jen. Hang up, hang up, hang up. <laughs> so nice of you to join why don't you just come and say hi? Jill's really been missing. Is that Kandor? Is that Kandor? Um, who am I speaking with? an awesome episode uh, thank you so much for listening everyone um, it's such a means so much to us that you are resonating with the content that we're creating and uh, tuning in and if you wanted to support us even more you could rate us five stars on whatever podcasting platform that you're listening to um, also if you have it in your hearts and in your wallets you could find us on patreon at patreon.com slash queers on dice um, we have 
bonus content that we're posting as well as um, Discord access. Um, it's a small but growing community and you get to really just give us feedback on what we're doing. And in fact, some of the items and discussions that we have are actually directly informed by one of our patrons. So um, you could be one of those as well. And so speaking of special patrons, special shout out to um, Chris, special shout out to Ube Milk Tea, special shout out to Axel, and special shout out to Osner. Thank you so much for your support. And um, it really means the world to us that you guys are, um, y'all are really liking this. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks. No, thank you. Mm. Jen, I wasn't thanking you. <laughs> Jen, we're thanking others. <laughs> no, 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 no. Thank you. Say goodnight, Jen. Thank you. Good night, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. god, my nipples could cut diamond! Uh, <laughs> oh the ass sweat that just ooh.